God had instructed them concerning what needed to be done with the Canaanites. There was going to be fighting. There was going to be slaughter. There was going to be war and conflict. Ephesians talks about the same thing. We're to put on the whole armor of God so that we might be able to wage war against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. So the books of Joshua and Ephesians do have a lot in common. But I want you to focus with me on Joshua chapter 1. And we're going to go through this chapter this morning and look at four fundamentals. Four fundamentals. And up here you have a thesaurus saying fundamental, basics, essentials, primary keys, elementary items, basic cardinal truths. We're going to focus on four fundamentals. first fundamental, the first basic, the first key to keep in mind in life's journey, God's promises are precious. God's promises are precious. And you can see this from Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. The first three verses have already been read by Brother Miguel in our scripture reading. But what I want you to do is see the content of this. God had promised not only to Moses and the people of Israel upon leaving Egypt, but going back farther, God had promised Abraham, hadn't he? Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. Genesis 15, verse 18. What can be called the quad promise? He told Abraham, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to give you a people. I am going to make a great nation out of you. I am going to give you, secondly, a place, a land. A land that flowed with milk and honey and all kinds of good things. They're there at the door of Canaan here in Joshua chapter 1. I am going to give you protection. The protection of my presence, God would say, as part of this quad promise. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. This was said to Abraham and was reiterated to him on a number of occasions. It was promised to Moses and God's people as they left bondage. But the fourth part of this quad promise is this. A program. In you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. A statement speaking prophetically of Jesus. There's the content. The content of what's going on. They're holding on to God's promise. But I want you to see the context here. The context is significant and it says, 
had grown up with, who were now ready to go into the land of Canaan. One wonders that Moses is really dead because he's referred to 11 times in Joshua chapter 1. You talk about having a big shadow, brother. Moses was a great man. No one could argue differently. And Joshua finds himself with the leader of God's people gone and him supposed to be the one that succeeds and follows him. And there is an overflowing Jordan River in the background. Look at Joshua chapter 3 as well as Joshua chapter and verse 18. And the people of God, the people of Israel, are about to cross that river and go into Canaan to take it. The obstacles seem so big. In Exodus 32 through 34, Moses was a mediator. Chapter 34, verses 10 through 12. Those 
man of God. And he died being able to see the promised land from the fall. Obstacles. Fears. Do you ever have obstacles and fears in your life? Joshua must have. Second Thessalonians three and verse three. Second Courageous, very courageous, some translations have. Be strong, the opposite, weak. We often see obstacles and difficulties 
and we are not strong. We think, how in the world are we ever going to face them? The opposite of courage is fear. Joshua chapter 1. Notice the terminology, be careful. 
wise. Be careful to have this kind of attitude. to the right or to the left. What is he saying there? This is your standard. This is your authority because it is my will. It is my message. It is my word. Be careful to do all, not just some, part or most. You understand what my will is and do it. If you really want to possess this land and live, Absorbed in it. Occupy. 
about this occupation. You'll be occupied by it, absorbed in it. Meditation. The idea is to mutter. It comes from a word that means to mutter. You're saying it to yourself over and over, and you're kind of thinking about it, pondering it. You're letting it stew. Acts 20 and verse 32. There's the parallel with Ephesians again. I commend you to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. What is Joshua about? An inheritance. A possession among those that are sanctified. Look at verses 10 through 18. Joshua 1, 10 through 18. Here is a fourth fundamental. God's people are unified and one. While there was incredible diversity, no doubt, among the children of Israel, great talents, great abilities, various economic backgrounds, educational backgrounds, and the like, God's people must be unified and one. And notice after God speaks to Joshua, Joshua immediately acts. He goes to the people. And he says this, three days we're going over the Jordan and we're taking the land God promised. That's what's going to happen. Everybody on board. Everybody with me on this. Now you need to stop and remember that almost 40 years before Joshua was one of two spies who came back and said, we can take the land. But then he said, no, we cannot. And I know it must have gone through his mind. What are the people going to say this time? Have we learned any more? After 38 plus years in the wilderness, have we learned anything else? Are you going to be with me this time? Are we going to believe that we can trust in the preciousness of God's promises and how assuring His presence is? If we love and obey His will, He's going to be with us and bless us. Can we do that? And the people on that occasion say, yes. Let's do this. It's amazing. They're being concerned because of those who are Reubenites and Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh. You see, they already had their land or were near. 
that they would not go into the land of promise and help fight. As a matter of fact, in Deuteronomy 32, Moses, while he's still alive, rebukes them sternly. And he says, all right, if you want this land, okay, but you better make sure you keep your commitment to the team, to the people of God. your commitment? Are we going to be able to depend on you as we go into this land? And all Israel notice that because it is a common expression in the book of Joshua. All Israel says let's do it. They are too. Especially when you notice chapters 3 and 4 as they enter the land Judges. Judges is marked by it's the next book after Joshua, you know. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. You got all Israel coming together in Joshua chapter 1. You got every man doing that which is right in his own eyes in Judges 17, 25, 26. 21, 25. We must desire to support godly leaders who are seeking to do. knowledge of God's promises and God's presence you have to act and notice the emphasis upon less Joshua 1.13 Joshua 1.15 rest was it going to be rest once they got into that land there was always fighting to be done wasn't it but they could see they could taste God's blessings. They had entered into His blessings. God's people are to be unified in one today. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel. That you stand fast. With one spirit, with one soul, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Philippians 1.27 Jesus prayed that 
presence is assuring remembrance. We love and obey Faith, repentance, and baptism this holy day. Let us sing.